Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you again today for another spoiler-free movie episode and a unique one for you today because it's just me, Ben, flying solo as we talk about a documentary movie today, a movie simply called Schumacher that has just dropped on Netflix, a documentary about the life and career of legendary Formula One driver Michael Schumacher and wanted to to do this review just because obviously watched it and we like to do these movie reviews but also just more of uh, something I guess a bit personal for me it's uh, something that uh, very dear to my heart this movie and uh, something that I've been looking forward to for a long time and uh, felt the need to talk a little bit about it and obviously we wanted to get Colin on to talk about it but Colin sort of said to me like oh yeah I might watch something like that but uh, obviously it would have been good to get his perspective on this film but um, I said stuff it no screw you Colin I'm doing this by myself so um, that's how we work apparently on the Oz Network so uh, I I guess on the personal side of things uh, just with this film um, everyone I guess in their life has I guess some form of idol if you're a sports fan you've always got your, your one athlete that kind of is your your ultimate idol that you look up to or who you admire or who you, who you root for uh maybe if you're not a sporting fan maybe it's a, a celebrity an actor uh you know even somebody's you know like your family father you know anything along those lines um and i guess for me growing up a uh, massive massive formula one fan i i call that my religion essentially if i had to have one and uh, my number one sport always been obsessed with it and Michael Schumacher was that person for me. My um, idol, just everything about him was, was, uh, I guess, that one person that I always admired the most. It was always my favorite driver. Madly obsessed with him as a, as a kid. Posters on the wall, merchandise, you know, you name it. I, I have scrapbooks filled with just newspaper clippings and magazine clippings and everything that I used to always collect on him. Still have them to this day. Um, just everything. And... I remember obviously being obsessed with Formula One all the time. Went to my first race when I was 16. Got to see him race live. Um, 2005, I went to my second Grand Prix and a bit of a, a infamous story that is always told amongst my family and friends in which um, basically we discovered that he was uh, attending sort of a sponsorship event out at St Kilda Beach. It was for, for Vodafone. They were kind of doing like a, a volleyball-style uh, match uh, with the Ferrari drivers and, and a couple of Australian volleyball players. And anyway, long story short, waited there, tried to get to meet him and um, going along the lines to sign autographs and he kind of got straight to me and then had to go and didn't sign anything. And uh, I, yeah, called my mum and cried my eyes out that I never got to meet him, uh, never got an autograph. Um, but... 
positive story. Five years later, I, uh, as media at the Australian Grand Prix in 2010, got to interview him. Uh, so uh, very briefly. But anyway, uh, that that's kind of my background with Michael Schumacher. So this, this film was announced, I think it was about two or three years ago. This was announced a while ago, and it was meant to be a, a cinematic release. This was meant to be uh, sort of, you know, a worldwide release in, in movies. Uh, and it's done by a, a German documentary uh, pairing by the name of Benjamin Siegel and Vanessa Nocker, who uh, produced another film on a very famous German, Boris Becker, Dear Spieler. And I apologize to our German listeners if I am mispronouncing that. A very successful documentary on the legendary Boris Becker. So this was commissioned yeah, as I said, a couple of years ago, sort of, uh, I believe it got to the phase where they'd even had a trailer released in Germany and it was sort of, it was going on that it looked like it was going to be released. And I believe as a lot of things have happened in the last couple of years, COVID sort of got in the way. So they kind of uh, put it on the back burner a little bit. So a couple of months ago, it was then announced that it had been distributed to Netflix and that it would be released on the 15th of September. So uh, that's kind of the background. And for those maybe who are listening to this and uh, don't know a whole lot about Michael Schumacher, German Formula One driver, uh, until very recently, the most successful Formula One driver of all time, seven world championships, 91 Grand Prix victories, you know, all these records and everything that people basically said were untouchable and kind of set a, a very high precedent in the sport, which and until, as I said very recently, Lewis Hamilton has, has matched and, and broken several of these records very, very recently. So, I mean, just an icon of the sport. Uh, if you, you, you're talking, you know, sporting legends in, in separate sports, you know, this, you know, if you're talking about soccer, you know, you're talking about likes of, of Pele, David Beckham, you know, Ronaldo, um, you know, Lionel Messi, you know, people like this who leave an impact on the sport um, that, you know, everybody knows and kind of supersede the sport. So for most people, people have heard of Michael Schumacher. Um and kind of a, a bit of a side sort of story to, you know, why this has been commissioned in some way is, um, you know, he's recently, recent times, back in 2013, he was involved in a skiing accident in which uh, he basically uh, fell off his skis, hit his head and was in a coma for a long time and essentially severely, severely injured and hasn't been seen since. Uh, you know, his, his condition and everything has been kept very private. You know, constant rumours floating around about the, the extent of his injuries and his condition. But what's widely known is that he basically will never be the same again. Uh, you know, he's he's awake and aware, but uh, probably not in a in exact, completely coherent state. So um, I think a lot of people sort of since that accident have, have been questioning kind of, you know, what's what's been happening with him, uh, updates, because his family are very private, very, um, you know, don't give updates. So there's always just speculation and everything. So kind of it got a bit of attention and traction because this was essentially granted permission by Michael Schumacher's family, his wife, Karina, and his two children, Jean Marie and Mick, as well as his dad, Rolf, brother, Ralph. Uh, you know, the, the family gave a green light to this. So essentially kind of a lot of traction and everything came about that. People were sort of speculating with this film, you know, show him, update on all the situation and everything along those lines. And kind of that's where it also got a, a lot of kind of traction. So with all that in mind, um, it, you know, this we say this is a spoiler-free review. Not that there really are spoilers in a documentary, I guess, because if a documentary is done right, it's told on the life of a person that you know fans and people would obviously know about him. But I mean, this film essentially, really, I guess, kind of shows more of the human side to Michael Schumacher. It kind of goes over a lot of his career, kind of you know, just in basic fashion, and shows a lot of 
footage and and behind the scenes family videos and everything along those lines that have never been released and kind of just really paints a different side of I guess what a lot of say Formula One fans or people who followed Michael Schumacher maybe are not that aware of and I think it, it's it's an amazing film to really showcase that like as a massive fan there, there's so many of these things that I have not seen uh, you know, I, I'm the type of fan who, Colin can joke, but, like, I do read and basically own multiple, multiple books on Michael Schumacher. I've read every angle about his career that I possibly can. I've watched every single thing that they've released on him, you know, that obsessive about him. But even I'm watching some of this and, and learning a lot. And, you know, as I would like to say, the biggest Michael Schumacher fan there is, um, you know, when I'm learning stuff, I think that's really good. Um, everything about this film just really just fits um you know, right from the very beginning sort of of his junior days and, and learning, you know, several things about how he kind of made his way up the ranks through to making it into Formula One, sort of some very infamous moments throughout his career that all Schumacher and Formula One fans would be very familiar with, kind of going over a little bit about that, then sort of going right up through to his dominance in the sport when he was dominating when he drove for Ferrari, sort of his few years away when he retired at the end of 2006, came back to the sport for Mercedes for a few years at the beginning of 2010, and then ultimately a year and a bit later kind of what led into his accident. So it kind of does the basics uh, and kind of follows through there. There's no narrator. It's essentially just told through um, interviews with with several people. So you've got a lot of Formula One journalists who are never seen. They're kind of almost narrating it, you could say. But the the people who are then on camera sort of mixed with narration, uh, you know, the best ones there really are seeing Michael's wife, Karina, uh, and his children, Gina Marie and Mick. Of course, Mick himself is now a Formula One driver racing in Formula One. You also hear from his dad, Rolf, his brother, Ralph, um, his manager, Billy Weber. Um, and then you also hear from other sort of figures from Formula One, so other Formula One drivers who raced with Michael Schumacher, people like Mika Hakkinen, David Coulthard, Damon Hill, Mark Webber, Sebastian Vettel, a German driver who basically had Michael Schumacher as his hero and went on to win multiple world championships himself. You've got other figures in the sport that were involved with Michael Schumacher, such as Flavio Briatore, Bernie Eccleston, John Tott, Ross Braun. And, you know, they really give that perspective. And it's 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 fascinating. Like it's really interesting. You know, a lot of a lot of what they're telling I I you very familiar with, but there are definitely things like there's a there's sections in here with David Coulthard, who was a big rival of Michael Schumacher's during sort of his career. And they had a very infamous crash coming together in nineteen ninety eight at the Belgian Grand Prix. But you kind of see this side, which I wasn't really familiar, that him and, you know, Michael Schumacher were kind of, you know, they'd go out drinking and they'd kind of do karaoke and kind of have some fun. So there's footage of them being drunk and having some karaoke, which was which is amazing to see. Um and then, you know, the one thing that kind of really fascinated me by this, and again for Formula One fans who would know this is, you know, Michael Schumacher was involved in two very infamous championship deciders in which, you know, one, clearly he, uh, you know, essentially tried to take his rival out. So for Colin, Canadian Jacques Villeneuve, his, his only world championship that he ever did win, um, you know, Michael Schumacher famously drove into him deliberately to try and take him out of the Grand Prix, got disqualified for the championship for that. And then in 1994, he had a coming together with Damon Hill, uh, English driver. Um, you know, people often say that Schumacher drove into him deliberately, I'm probably going to be on that biased viewpoint, which I don't agree with that. But um, that worked out the different way of Michael Schumacher in the World Championship. And I, I thought these would be two incidents that would kind of be gelled over, kind of, you know, like, let's ignore these, like, let's move on and see all the positive stuff. But they actually kind of paint a bit of a light on them and kind of give the Schumacher perspective, which I found very, very fascinating that they kind of didn't steer away from that. Um, and, yeah, the one, there's, a, there's a jarring interview with Michael Schumacher from around uh, 1994. 
and one that I'd never seen. And um, we'll talk about another Formula One documentary in a moment, Ayrton Senna, um, it's just called Senna, about the legendary Ayrton Senna. And, you know, Ayrton Senna sadly died at the 1994 San Marino Grand Prix, a race that Michael Schumacher won. And this interview shows Michael Schumacher talking about it. I've never seen it before. It was it was emotional. Like, it was really kind of jarring seeing the honesty coming from Michael Schumacher about how he felt about Ayrton Senna's death. So things like that were just amazing and raw to watch. So there's a lot in it. There's so much to kind of come to it. And and the real kicker for this, the real emotional... Like I, I cried my eyes out in this film. I, I bawled my eyes out so many times. Um, but the, the real part where it was like, wow, okay, this is emotional was at the very end of the film when they sort of loosely touch on his accident. Um, you hear, you know, Karina talk a little bit about it, you know, it kind of gets you a bit emotional. But when you hear Mick, Michael's son, really talking about it and, and talking about how he feels and basically that he would give up anything to talk about his current racing career with his dad, uh, it's it brings the feels Um so yeah, it's 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 very well handled, and I think it just it comes together a really complete package. Uh, the the score of this film it's completely original music. It's it's amazing. It's it's so good, um, which really adds to the emotion of it. Um, and and obviously the use of footage they got complete access the filmmakers to the Formula One archive, so they could use all official footage and and race footage and everything, which kind of obviously adds to it as well. It would have been obviously different if they didn't have that. So yeah, it it, it kind of really completes a, a complete package of it. I've I've kind of seen some reviews and and I guess. Um, you know, some questions really kind of get raised about is this accessible to non-F1 fans or non-Michael Schumacher fans? Like, in all seriousness, if jokes aside, if Colin watched this movie, somebody who's maybe not familiar with Formula 1, would he understand it? Would he kind of, you know, get the vibe? And I think there's a bit of yes and a bit of no to that. Um, I obviously watch it more of a perspective of being a massive fan and being familiar with the majority of what they're telling. So I, I take it a different way, but... I think if a non-Formula One fan or non-Michael Schumacher fan was to watch this, you'd get enough out of it. I think you'd get a bit of a picture of it and maybe whet your appetite to kind of find out a little bit more. But I don't really think that it gives a complete picture. I, I mentioned the documentary called Senna. Um, and I think that handled it better. I think you could pick up Senna and really get an idea more of it and Senna and kind of just get it from A to B without really doing a lot of background. I mean, I'm not saying this is completely solely fan-centric in that you have to be a fan of Michael Schumacher. You have to be a fan of Formula 1 to get this. I just think it probably helps a little bit more. So I'd be intrigued if Colin does watch this or anybody say listening to this have watched it and kind of has no background on, on Michael Schumacher or Formula 1, how you sort of interpret it and take it because it, it would be interesting. And I, I saw uh, one review where they were basically very scathing of it, saying that it wasn't good. And in particular, they, they really painted a negative picture on the fact that they felt that the filmmakers and the Schumacher family completely just avoided his accident. They didn't give the context of what happened. They didn't go into detail. They didn't do this. And I just thought that was uncalled for. I think that, you know, it's it's a very tricky situation. I mean, yes, as a fan, I'd love to get updates. Yes, as a fan, I'd love to know. But at the same time, I, I respect the family's decision to not update because it's not a public it's not a public knowledge that needs to be known. You know, this is a man with a family who's going through something pretty severe and the family is no doubt struggling with it. So they don't need to be in the media spotlight as much as they always have been to kind of just because somebody wants to know how he's doing. Um, and I think kind of 
you know, the reviews when it's saying that they should be, you know, digging up what happened if some casual fan has never known what's happened. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't agree with that. I think that you can handle it kind of, you know, on a way where you can kind of go around it. And, and for the most part, going back to my point about most people probably know who Michael Schumacher is, his accident was in the news enough that most people should know what happened. And if you don't, you can just simply Google it and kind of get a bit of context with it. So that's just my opinion on it. I think kind of those reviews are a little bit unfair on it. Um, I mean, I will say that if this film sort of picks up and gives you a bit of a, you know, appetite for Formula One and Michael Schumacher, that it does open the door then to be able to, to see other things. I mean, there's a great, great, great Netflix documentary, a yearly one they release, uh, every year called F1 Drive to Survive, which is they basically have cameras go around Formula One season every year, pick out stories and have like a 10-episode season every year. They drop it generally in March. They've had three seasons of it. And that has done a great job exposing the sport to, to the masses. I have met numerous people who have said to me, I'm into Formula One now because of F1 Drive to Survive. And I didn't really believe that was the case. Like I, I'd heard, sort of read the articles, like, oh, this this TV series is, is here to open up Formula One to people. And, and until I'd met people who were never in it, into into the sport, and they've said that now, like I, I get it now, what they're doing. Um, and this potentially has the opportunity to kind of, you know, go eat, go out there and kind of want to learn a little bit more about Michael Schumacher and the sport itself because it's a different period of the sport. You know, this is... Michael Schumacher has been nearly 10 years since his race in Formula 1 and, and even sort of his three-year comeback that he had between 2010 and 2012, you know, most people associate Michael Schumacher from, you know, pre-retirement. You know, he raced between 91 and 2006. That's when I grew up in the sport, so this is very fresh to me, but there's obviously also a lot of new Formula 1 fans who maybe weren't alive or didn't experience Michael Schumacher's period, so they can go back and watch this and kind of get a taste. So, um, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't feel this is completely a door opener to people watching Formula 1 that you're going to watch this and you're going to get an idea of it and you're going to get an idea of Michael Schumacher that you're going to want to watch it. But it's got enough there, I think, to kind of whet your appetite. It's not such a terrible job in that you go, well, I don't know anything about this guy unless I know about this guy, if that makes sense. Um, and, and then... You know, it also can open the world up to a variety of other great Formula One documentaries. Senna is an amazing film. Senna was robbed of getting nominated for an Oscar. Um, it was a, a fantastic film. And, you know, as, as big and huge as Michael Schumacher is and was and, and the success he had, there's never been a figure, I think, in Formula One such as Ayrton Senna. I mean, maybe the success wasn't quite the same as a Michael Schumacher or Lewis Hamilton, but it's still, you know, when he died... In 1994, the entire country of Brazil stopped. Like, this is, a you know, one of the most populous nations in the world in just absolute sheer mourning. And the shock of Ayrton Senna's death still stands to this day in the Formula 1 community. It was, you know, just incredibly insane. It would be like if, if Wayne Gretzky got killed in a hockey match in Canada, you know, at the peak of his powers. That's what it would have been like. So um, if anyone watches this film and wants to watch other great Formula 1 documentaries, Senna is, is incredible and just just sheer, sheer brilliant film. And there's a, there's a Juan Manuel Fangio uh, documentary on Netflix as well, which uh, he, in the 50s, for people who don't know who he is, he won five world championships until Michael Schumacher broke that record. He had the record for most ever world championships. Uh, Argentinian driver who, uh, you know, quite a, quite a great story about sort of him in the 50s too. So... I think it opens the door. I think that Formula, Formula One's a sport, and I'm biased, of course, it's my sport, but I think it's a sport that definitely 
has the ability for some great documentaries. I mean, there are some great Formula One documentaries out there, don't get me wrong, but they, they seem to pale in comparison. Like, I mean, I'm a basketball fan. I love me some NBA, but, you know, it seems like a new one's released every single week, right? But, um, you know, when it comes to Formula One, I feel that there can be a lot more done with that. Um, I mean, outside of that, I, I, I kind of am a bit sad that they never released this in the cinemas. I think this would have been great. This would have been fantastic to watch on the big screen. You know, kind of some of the footage they're showing, you know, the onboard footage of, you know, again, this goes into the place where maybe people who aren't overly familiar with Formula One and kind of don't know the dangers and the speed of it, like seeing these onboard footages on a big screen would just be absolutely incredible. So, I mean, if this is something that I ever saw at a local cinema saying like, hey, we're going to show Schumacher on the big screen, I'd, I'd I'd pay money to go and see it, even though I could watch this for free right now. Um, so I think that the, it's a bit of a shame that sadly it didn't get the cinematic release, but, uh, you know, it, it still is, is pretty epic there as well. I mean, I mentioned the score. I mean, I, I don't actually know who did the score. I wish I had have done my uh, research kind of coming into this and, you know, I, I blame the fact that I'm by myself. Colin usually does this, doesn't he? Um, but it's amazing. And if again, if they ever released the score of this film, I would, I would, Gladly buy it. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, and that definitely adds to the emotions and everything of that too as well. So um, can't praise that enough. Um, and I think, yeah, like going back to my point where I was saying about sort of, you know, there's not a narrator or such, but like it's kind of just narrated through the interviews and everything. I think it's done in such a, a way that they kind of balance it out with the, the visual aspect of it, the build up to sort of some of these prominent races that they show, um, you know, pretty epic as well. So yeah, there's, there's not much else really I can say with this. I think that, um, you know, I do come into this with a very biased opinion, but as you probably learn a lot on this show, that when it comes to things that I love and they maybe do something on it, I, I don't like it. We heard that recently with Mighty Ducks Game Changers. You know, I love me some Mighty Ducks, but I wasn't necessarily a huge, massive fan of what they did with Game Changers. So, yeah, I think maybe my I'm biased, but um, they could have butchered this and I could be here sitting here for 20 odd minutes screaming at you dear listener going off why i think this was shit and they shouldn't have done it but no i i loved it i think it was fantastic i mean clearly a buy i don't even need to kind of go over that but i would recommend this i think that it i i would be more interested to hear from people if anybody's listening to this and maybe they've watched it who who don't know much about Michael Schumacher who don't know about Formula One and just see what it's like from somebody who's completely blinded by this sport, has nothing, no idea about it and kind of how they take it, how they interpret it, how they interpret it, Michael Schumacher as a man, like as a driver, as an athlete, family man, everything else in between. So if, if you're listening to this um, and you watch this film, let, let us know. We'd love to hear what you think. So uh, very much uh, interested to hear kind of how that plays out. But yeah, if you, if you want to check it out, you got Netflix, search for Schumacher, it's on there. And uh, yeah, it goes for just under two hours. So, uh, you know, it's quite extensive. And I think it's a, a very, very well-crafted and very well-put-together film. So, uh, yeah, easy buy from Ben. Simple. Um, in the meantime, what else have we got coming for you here on uh, on the Oz Network? Well, uh, we've got stuff coming um if you obviously are enjoying our tv episode recovery our coverages 24 breaking bad uh and lost dropping uh daily uh well monday tuesday wednesday monday for 24 tuesday for breaking bad wednesday for lost so we get on board them uh we just ended our mighty ducks month uh so we've got some stuff coming very soon so a uh, bit of a break for some of those movie ones but uh they will be coming again at some point too um Shang-Chi review eventually. Uh, get around to seeing it. 
should be coming your way. Um, and we one thing we will have actually in the coming weeks, which uh, if you if you're a fan of our other shows, Double O Seven, download now, James Bond podcast. Um, obviously, getting a bit excited for a certain James Bond film, No Time to Die. Uh, well, at least two of our hosts, Colin and Noah, uh, sadly in Australia, No Time to Die has been delayed again and I'm not getting it in Australia till November, but for the rest of the world, end of September, beginning of October. So Colin and Noah will be able to see it. So we'll be doing a bit of a cross-platform episode like we've done a few times with Double Oz 7 and uh, the Oz Network. Did that obviously early in the year with Fran Drescher and Ken Quapis. Uh, but we will be doing a spoiler-free review over on Double Oz 7, which we will also post here on the Oz Network. And then eventually, when I can get to see it, uh, we'll do, do, do a bit of a spoiler review over on 007, which we'll decide whether or not we end up doing here on the Oz Network as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. That, uh, outside of Shang-Chi, will be probably our next movie release. Uh, Knit Tram also coming out very soon, which is a film that I'm very intrigued to see, which we'll talk about, no doubt, as well. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye out on things. We've all got, always got content ready to go. And if you want to follow that content, you're going to hear at the end of this episode just how you can do that. Schumacher, available now in documentary form on Netflix. Highly recommended. And uh, that's about it. I don't even have quotes because there's not really quotes to give from this movie. So I'm just going to wrap it up by saying my name is Ben. This has been the Oz Network and thanks for tuning in. Go watch Schumacher. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. Wow! For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. <laughs>